Hello and welcome to the 22nd of March edition of the Fantasyland Basketball Podcast. I'm your host, Mark Shorten. So week 12 is in the books. I personally had another strong week. I had six wins and a and a draw. Um, actually, that's a lie. Six wins and a loss. I thought I was going to get the draw in it, but I didn't as I was writing. And yeah, pretty disappointing, but that's okay. Again, I will try and get the seven wins next week. For me, I'm starting to look at finals, and I would suggest that um, as listeners, you guys do the same. If you are currently in finals spot and you're sitting pretty, what I'd be looking at is the categories in which you you need a boost for your potential opponents. So it should kind of be shaping up as it currently is. If you're fighting for a spot, then obviously you just need to play each game and each week as though it is a final. Work it out once you get there. We obviously know the situation with COVID and, and injuries can make or break a week. You could have a couple of players that go down and all of a sudden that's a week done. But for those who are sitting first, second, third with a couple of games in hand or or finals that are starting off in the next couple of weeks or so, and you've still got trades up your sleeve before the trade deadline, I would absolutely be looking at what or how you match up against your opponents. To, to give you an example, there is one league specifically that I'm really, really strong in big man stats and really poor in assists or average in assists, but the teams that I'm likely to play in the finals are all fantastic at assists. So for that league, I've got somebody like, say, Devin Booker, whereas I'm not great in points, I'm not great in assists, but I'm decent in field goal. I'm going to be looking to offload him to get another player who is going to help me with, say, steals and for threes because I'm going to lose those categories against those guys anyway and I'm going to win the big categories against those guys anyway. So I, I'm i kind of wasting his talents. So I'm going to be looking to trade him away, even if that means taking a bit of a hit in everything else, as long as it's boosting me in the categories that I need to win. So right now, it's very much like a bit of a match play. If you're familiar with golf, how you're just going shot for shot Whoever you think you're going to be playing against, you want to make sure that you're going to match up against their side really well. There's no point in keeping your side strong across the board if you're not going to be able to compete against them across the board. All you need to do is win five if you're in an eight or a nine category league. So just make sure that you're going in as strong as you possibly can in those areas. What I'd also be looking at doing is trying to trade in some players who are currently really, really down um, and players who are maybe not so sexy on the on the stat line right now, but you have had a look at their schedule. Again, I will look at the the schedule this week and put up something onto, onto Instagram, onto Twitter, as well as do a podcast around what that looks like and what players to target and what players you should maybe be looking to move away. But... On to this week's podcast. Again, before I do that, I'm going to ask that you, you, kick, you click the follow and subscribe button. It is always very handy. Thank you very much in advance. I'm going to do it a little bit differently this week. We are obviously ap- approaching the trade deadline. So in addition to going through the players to stream, having a quick look at the schedule, I'm not going to go through injuries. I'm not going to go through sell high. I'm not going to go through buy low. I am going to look at plays that you should be looking to hold through the trade deadline, whether that's through buyouts, whether that's through trades, whether that's through shutdowns, just 
these are the players that I personally think and the pers- the players that I'll be looking to across my leagues. There's a number of players here. I'm not going to be able to hold them all. That I'd be looking to pick up either their backups or maybe offloading them or looking at what their teams are likely to do towards the end of the year and be able to cater accordingly to get the players to to maximize our fantasy sides moving forward. So the first one, I've said it before, and I maybe a little I went probably a little bit earlier, I went probably two weeks early on this guy, but Hassan Whiteside, he's obviously not loved across the league. He's not a good defender. He rebounds really well. He blocks really well. He is an offensive boards monster, putback monster. He he gets the ball into the ring. He just chases his blocks, which doesn't make him a very good teammate and very good defender. But there is well, – and in addition to that, he was chasing money in the offseason, didn't get it. He As soon as Nurkic came back last year, he got no minutes. So he, nobody really likes him. But he will be a fantasy asset should he land on a contender. He's obviously not going to get any minutes with Sacramento. Luke Walton doesn't know what he's doing anyway. He's going to be gone by the end of the year. Hassan Whiteside, I personally think between him and Andre Drummond, they're both kind of in the same in the same ball here. I think that one of them will end up at the Lakers, and I think that it's in fact one of them may even end up at the at the Clippers as well. And I think that both are really good positions for them. They're low usage guys. They are going to get really strong boards, really strong blocks. In Drummond's case, he's going to get you some really nice steals as well. So you'd be silly to drop Drummond. If Drummond's sitting there on your way, why pick him up? Absolutely run. Just turn off the podcast now and go. Um, Hassan Whiteside, he's probably sitting out there in a lot of leagues. So if you have the luxury of being a couple of games up, having some extra bench spots, having an IR that you're You've got somebody that you can put in there or whatever. I would be looking to grab Hassan Whiteside just for the next couple of days. Obviously, we're, we're talking about the 25th of March here is the trade deadline. So we're not talking about holding them for two or three weeks. We're only talking about holding them for a couple of days. And if they don't hit that spot or a, a spot where they're going to be favorable, you can just drop them again. And there's no issues there. No harm is done. But Hassan Whiteside and Andre Drummond are the ones that I'll be looking at. Drummond's not going to be available. Hassan Whiteside probably will be, so I'd be looking to grab him. Kobe White, I talk about him a lot on this podcast. It's kind of one of those things that you, you kind of talk about the players you know, and Kobe White is a player that I've got in a lot of leagues, and he frustrates the hell out of me in every single one of those leagues. He shows some really, really good games and he looks really great but I personally think that they're playing him out of position and there is a lot of talk of Chicago looking at Lonzo Ball and Lonzo Ball is actually being spoken about to go to Atlanta as well which doesn't make too much sense to me but I think that Lonzo would be a really great fit next to Laurie Markkinen and Zach Levine. Kobe White is a shooting guard and I think that he will, if he can make his way across to New Orleans I think it'll probably help him. I, I think that he'll probably just get a, a few more shots. I think that they have some really good defenders there that can back him up whenever he eventually gets or inevitably gets beaten off the dribble because he's a horrible defender. 
but I think he'll be given a, a little bit more of a longer leash there. So if Kobe White ends up in New Orleans for a, a swap with Lonzo, I think that's a really good spot for him. And I do think it's a really good spot for Lonzo as well. He'll be able to create quite a bit there with all the shooters around in Chicago. So don't lose too much faith on Kobe. I've dropped him in a couple of places, but I'm going to go grab him again just on the basis of the chatter. Lonzo, he should be in everybody's team. So hold on to him. The ones coming up here. So I'm going to jump down a little bit and talk about my man, Chris Boucher. I have concerns over Chris Boucher. He's 28 years old. He doesn't really have the trust of Nick Nurse. They like playing with Pascal Siakam at the center, but I personally think that that is because they don't have a good center spot or they don't have a good player at center. Aaron Baines is trash and hurts me to because of an Aussie. Chris Boucher, he produces really well with 25 minutes, but they need somebody better. There. And I think that they're going to chase somebody that is younger. I think that Kyle Lowry is somebody that they're going to be looking to, to trade as well. So if they can get rid of Lowry and somebody like a, maybe even a Boucher or an Aaron Baines and get in a nice big young center, then I think that they'll certainly look to do that. But going back, I picked him up in a few places because I think that Al Horford is going to either get traded or get shut down. But Moses Brown, he has looked really, really good, blocks well, rebounds amazingly. He is, I think he's only like 20 years old or 21 years old. Might not even be that old. And he looks really good. So OKC are horrible. They are absolutely trash. They have they've got a lot of picks, so they're going to want to maximize those picks. So they're going to get rid of Horford or shut Horford down. And Moses Brown is definitely, he is one of the top guys on my list that I'd be picking up if I was listening and I had a spot that I could stream for a couple of days while all of the moves happen. Isaiah Stewart, he's another one. Detroit, again, not very good. Plumlee has played great this year. He has looked really, really good. And I think that they... We'll potentially look to trade him, if not shut him down. Isaiah Stewart is the player that I'd be wanting to grab there. Boards and blocks for both of those guys. If I'm picking between one of the two, Moses Brown is definitely the one I go with because I think that Horford is almost a shoo-in to be shut down or traded. Harry B, Harrison Barnes, Boston are, are not shying away from the fact that they really like him, and I think he'd be a really good fit there next to Jalen Brown and next to Jason Tatum, whether they start him or not or take him off the bench, I don't know. Uh, But there is definitely a trade coming for Harrison Barnes. I don't know what it is, whether it's Kemba Walker or something going back, but I, I would be very surprised if Harrison Barnes was not playing in the Celtics green come the 25th or 26th of this month. So if he's on your waiver wire, which he will be in a couple of places, I'd pick him up. I don't know what the production is going to do for him, but I mean, he's playing well at the moment, so he should be worth owning. DeLon Wright, I think, again, he is a player that is going to be moved from Detroit. It hurts me to say because I really like him and he's a, a fantasy fantasy stud whenever he gets it going. But I think he's going to go, and I think he'll probably go to a contender for a couple of picks. DSJ Jay, and Hamadou Diallo are the two pickups there. Hamadou Diallo, he's only owned in 9% of leagues. Is he on my waiver list for later? No, he's not because he's injured at the moment. But I, I've picked him up in a few places and holding him while he's out. There's no timetable for return, but if you can afford to pick him up and you've got a free IR spot, 
pick him up, I think that he is going to be an absolute usage monster along with Jeremy Grant. And we've seen what Jeremy Grant can do with the additional usage that has been passed his way. I would be grabbing Hamadou Diallo right now. And if he comes back and he's he's not doing that great, maybe drop him. I'd be giving him a bit of a leash if he can. But Hamadou Diallo, I really, really like as a pickup long-term going into the finals. Uh, DSJ in the in the interim as well, because I think DeLon Wright is definitely a trade target. Uh, Kevin Porter Jr., Oladipo and or John Wall are going to be shut down or gone. I think Oladipo is going to get traded. He's He's got to be traded. He's not going to – he what he refused to sign his extension. He's going to be gone in the offseason. So they're going to trade him now while they can still get some value. John Wall, he's going to get shut down. So Kevin Porter Jr., he is definitely the man to go with there. DeAnthony Melton, nothing's really imminent with Dylan Brooks or Dice Jones. So I'm kind of just hoping more than anything else. You guys know how much I love – Anthony Melton and how good he is whenever he gets some minutes, but yeah, that's more of a more of a wish list than anything else. And then finally, I think that a Minnesota shutdown is coming with D'Angelo Russell and Carl Anthony Towns. I think Cat will be shut down. I think D'Lo there could be a trade there, and Beasley and Edwards are the ones that I think will get a, a long leash going into the end of the year because Minnesota suck and they need to maximize that pick as well. So. I would be very concerned if I was a cat owner. Apologies. I've been trying to... My dog is crying in the background. It's dinner time here. Well, it's not really dinner time, but he thinks it's his dinner time. So apologies if there's some crying in the background. I will be quick and then I'll go feed him. Um, so onto the schedule. Nothing really to, to write home about here. There's nobody with one or two games. There's nobody with five games. It's very It's a very solid, very balanced week. And yeah, onto the waivers. So as always, I go through ESPN. I have a look at the ownership. I have a look at players with opportunity. I have a look at players who have maybe been in a little bit of a slump, uh, players who've got a good schedule, which is not the case this week, and players who have got a, a nice opportunity to to showcase their skills while there's maybe some injuries going around the traps. So TJ McConnell, he was above the 40% line for a long, long time, but he dropped off whenever Karis LeVert came back. Now, Indiana have only got three games this week, and he doesn't do much outside of a decent field goal, assists and steals, but he is a weapon when it comes to assists and steals. He's 1.7 steals for the year, 7.3 assists for the year. Yes, that has been without Karis LeVert, and yes, um, Jeremy Lamb has not really been playing too much, but I mean... TJ McConnell, if you're in need of assists and steals, he's definitely somebody that you should own. Shadiq Bay, I really, really like Shadiq Bay. I think that he has been playing some really, really good basketball as of late. He's getting all of the opportunities that are given to him. He doesn't play on a very good side, so don't forget that the opportunities are going to be there, and he's going to put up some points, he's going to put up some assists, and he's going to put up some boards. So be mindful that he is going to be a bit of a star player down there down the straight uh, 20.5% of leagues three games this week. Jordan Poole, he's owned in 17.6% of leagues three games this week. Steph Curry, he's injured. He's hurt his tailbone. We don't know when he's coming back, but he has absolutely been balling out in the meantime. He's going at 20 points per game. He is going to be absolutely killing it up until Steph comes back. 
Golden State aren't very good, and I think there's going to be some movements there as well. Moses Brown. Moses Brown, I've already spoken about. I love the guy. I think that he's somebody that you should definitely pick up. 14.4% of leagues. He's a rebound monster. He's a board. Sorry, he's a blocking monster. Great for your field goal. And he's going to get you some really good points because he just jumps and pounds it in. So Moses Brown is definitely somebody that you should be owning this week and owning long term while OKC fleece everybody out of there that is over the age of 24. And then finally, Taylor Horton Tucker. Taylor Horton Tucker is, he plays four games this week, 13% owned. LeBron is injured, which really, really, really hurts. But Taylor Horton Tucker, he's given a massive, massive usage that we saw in the preseason. Him and Kyle Kuzma are going to be the, the stalwarts there for the next week, two weeks, um, just while they figure it all out. But pretty much that is it. TJ McConnell, Shadiq Bay, Jordan Paul, Moses Brown, and Taylor Horton Tucker. I'll post all of this. I'll post the schedule in the description. Good luck for the week to come. If you've got any questions about the final shaping out and where you should potentially target your players, as well as what players that you should be looking to trade to for the um, upcoming trade deadline, absolutely hit me up on Twitter or on Instagram at Mark Fantasyland. As always, don't forget to rate and subscribe.